Hi there, all you loyal Spurs people who've decided to listen to this latest Steve Perriman podcast. Thanks for doing so. This is recorded on Friday evening, so you're probably listening at some point over this weekend. Most people listen before the next match, in this case, West Bromwich Albion. But I'm aware that's not always possible, and you only have time when time's available. Remembering that there's games coming at us thick and fast with less days between them, which gives us here a chance to spout off more than is, is acceptable in some households, with time limited even during these lockdown times. So family is vitally important during such times. And it's also extra important to remember them at times of disappointment when we need to get back to base and think about what's really really important and what really matters so yesterday uh, with regard to family was my youngest grandchild's first birthday and that's Ava who is such a delight and hopefully won't succumb to her father's arsenal tendencies I'll say no more about that. I will try to guarantee that. And then my eldest daughter, Lauren's birthday is today, with both celebrations being somewhat muted as we are sticking to the rules and not meeting up, which isn't easy when you're desperate for the contact with both these lovely ladies as well as the rest of the family. Whenever West Bromwich Albion is mentioned, it makes me think of Ozzie and Keith Birkinshaw's partnership at that club, manager and assistant manager. To say I'm a fan of both of them is somewhat of an understatement. And the job that they did there and the success achieved was terrific. That success with a promotion was done so in a wonderful playing style that as Aussie had in his DNA, you could say, all the way from Argentina. But then again, Keith had similar ideas and ethics from Barnsley of all places. So however it transpired, they were both singing off the same song sheet to be able to enhance the improvement needed at West Brom to, give, to gain promotion out of the old Division Three. All of this bearing in mind that the relationship, and they both say this, was based on the fact that neither could fully understand what the other one was saying for most of the time. Keith took over the job at West Brom when Ozzy decided in his wisdom to take the opportunity to manage the mighty Tottenham. When Terry Venables had departed and Sugar became the voice of both Spurs and the whole of football in general. A job that Ozzy was later going to name, well, not too much later, as the impossible job. Well, we all live and learn, don't we? Just 
My great friend Mel Gwinnett, an ex-goalkeeper, is such a loyal fan and staunch West Brom supporter. Tells me that the football played at that time was the most exciting and enjoyable in all his 50-plus years supporting the Baggies. And as I continue to tell him, and will continue to tell him, this was instigated by two Spurs legends. Mel also reminded me of another great era in the club's history, when amongst many good and great players was Len Cantello, a teammate of mine for England schoolboys, Bobby Hope, Scottish, extremely skilled inside forward, Tony Brown, a goal-scoring forward partner of Jeff Dassel. But Mel also highlighted a threesome that were known as the Three Degrees. Howard has researched these three, so I won't name them. But I called Garth Crooks, who told me that Ron Atkinson went to a nightclub in Birmingham to see the Three Degrees girl group and was very impressed. Next day, he was asked at a press conference about his possible selection that weekend. And although he didn't give too much away, he let it out that his club's three degrees were definitely playing in the next game to bring a bit of humour to proceedings. And that's what managers like to do to make it different from one week to the next. So the papers picked up on the term and ran with it. To everyone in the Midlands area's delight. So... Okay, forgive me, Tom and Howard, for not mentioning you both earlier. But now's your time, Howard, to enlighten us, uh, all of those three names, with a bit of history thrown in. Over to you, Howard. Thank you, Steve. Yes, the three degrees. They were Simon Regis, Laurie Cunningham and Brendan Batson. Amazing men, all in my memory and in my research, they're described as gentlemen, all certainly very talented footballers. And two of them, Cyril and Brandon, went on to receive an MBE and an OBE, respectively. As you say, they were known as the Three Degrees and they loved being compared as such. I've even seen a photo of them with the beautiful real Three Degrees. I bet there's some, some kind of story there. Regis, centre forward, arrived at West Brom in 1977. Ron Atkinson arrived as manager shortly after. During his time there, Regis scored 81 goals. He was sold to Coventry in 1984, before being reunited with Atkinson at Villa in 1991. Cyril comes from good athletic stock. His cousin is John Regis, a two-times gold Olympic winner, and Cyril is uncle to Jason Roberts, who, although failed a trial at Spurs, also played at West Ham earlier this century. All these men have an MBE. Cyril was heavily involved in charitable works, including water aid in Ethiopia, and it was in 2008 that he was awarded this honour. Cyril was very close to Laurie Cunningham. Laurie was a left winger. He arrived at West Brom just before Cyril. Laurie was the first ever Englishman to play for Real Madrid. In 87, Cyril and Laurie were involved in a car crash in which they both survived. But sadly, Laurie got killed in another car crash in Madrid two years later. He was only 33. Cyril sadly died of a suspected heart attack in 2018 at the age, age of 59. Brendan Batson was awarded an MBA in 2001 
and then an OB in 2015 for services to football. He had to retire early in his career due to an knee injury and he's worked at the top level within the PFA and as managing director at West Brom over the years. He's still around and there's a lovely photo of him at the statue when it was unveiled. All three men played for England and were much lauded with good reason. In a recent poll organised as part of West Brom's 125th anniversary, all three men were included in the club's 16 greatest players. The statue of the three degrees in West Brom is a wonderful recognition to these three players as top West Brom players and how much they went through to pave the way for other black players in the game. Thank you, Howard. Um, I'll come back to it. Um, I did phone Garth, as I mentioned earlier, and I asked him if these three lads minded being called the three degrees. He said, Steve, they absolutely loved it. They loved the link with the girl group. And of course, to promote all of them, um, they had photographs taken, you may have mentioned. And um, if you're interested to see, uh, if you Google West Brom or three degrees or three degrees in West Brom, then you'll see that they, uh, they looked like they had a good time together and uh, a lot of respect between the, the two groups of, of people. So I'm coming on to a, um, a game that was a bit sad and you wonder why, what's it got to do with, with uh, West Brom. My last game was on March the 4th, 1986. Everton away in an FA Cup fifth round. We'd already beaten Oxford United, I think, in extra time and Notts County. So now we're in the fifth round and we lose 2-1 and uh, Mark Falco scored our goal and the, an extra Spurs link was Gary Lineker scored for Everton. So I didn't know that was going to be my last game, but it was. And... Um, contract negotiations fell through and it was decided it was best if I moved on. So uh, I didn't play in the next game for Spurs. So this was, remember, after 17 years being in that first team and uh, Tottenham Hotspurs played on March the 8th against West Bromwich Albion. That's where the link comes in and Spurs won 5-0. Hopefully some of you were there watching it and Gary Mabbott scored, Mark Falco two goals. It always happens that Mark Falco scores in goals at games I speak about. Tony Galvin and Chrissy Waddle. Um, now, I'm not saying that I wanted Spurs to lose because I wasn't playing, but you know what? 5-0 is rubbing it in. So if you want to make a point, chaps, that you're not missing me, well, you certainly did it. 5-0. Another interesting stat, which I could not believe when I read it, was that the crowd on that day was 10,841. Can you ever remember going to games or me playing at games where there was such a low crowd? And I cannot believe that was because I wasn't playing. <laughs> Trust me, that's not the point. But um, apparently the crowds were much lower during that season. And I think it was because the, the crowd showing their displeasure at where they thought the club was going to under Irving Scholar. And of course, things have, have picked up 
today numbers wise. So sad day for me being my last game. Um, and especially when I heard the five nil result um, for Spurs. So to finish, um, not so long today uh, with the podcast, try to lighten it up a bit uh, for obvious reasons. Enough to say that the other night watching the Chelsea game, I was on my own and shouting at the television. This was after about 10 minutes. What was I shouting? Please go man to man with them. Match them up. Which actually isn't any great tactical knowledge on my behalf. But it's obvious by over-defending too deep with too many players, you concede space, you give them time on the ball and possession, which helps their confidence level shoot through the roof while their own ours, Tottenham's, diminishes with every non-passing minute. Conceding too much space gives opponents too much room to hurt you, which was happening the more the game evolved. Plus, we could only clear the ball upfield normally to nobody, therefore losing possession and therefore set up to wait for their next attack to have to be defended. That's enough of the Chelsea game because I can feel my blood pressure rising, which can't be good for my, my future. So if you want to and you enjoyed uh, the podcast, um, a rating or review on iTunes really helps the podcast reach more people. And I'd be grateful if you, if you did so. So let's look forward to a good weekend. Um, by the way, I've left out Mickey Hazard. It's his birthday today. So have a great birthday, Curly Top. And um, yeah, let's be positive. Let's, um, let's stride into that game on the front foot. Let's, uh, let's go for it and um, see what a win can do for all our, uh, all our enjoyment levels and entertainment levels and uh, make sure that we we um, don't concede that that space to the opponent thank you for listening great uh, Howard and thank you Tom for all your work uh, been really good to to um, join you again this evening so come on you Spurs and I really mean come on you Spurs <laughs>